My name is Paul, and I'm a comic book geek. My name is Hugh, and I'm an all-purpose geek. My name is Corbs, and I'm a sports geek. My name is Jack, I'm a history geek. This is GeekPod. edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host Paul. I'm Hugh. I'm Lana. That's right. And we are back from Syracuse PowerCon. We're going to end up calling this part two. First one went very well, I thought. Um, we have yet another guest in with us. Yes, and we also have Lana back. She had volleyball practice, apparently doing normal things like that rather than hanging out before you got there. My mom made me. I'd rather be here. Are you sure you don't want me to cut that out, just in case? <laughs> okay. Well, we do have another guest here. Uh, we have Isaac Isaac Bidwell, uh, local artist. And uh, he's got a table right across from ours. He's got some pretty cool stuff. And we wanted to give him uh, time to talk about his stuff and learn a little more about him. So how we generally start our program is we ask everybody at the table, what's got you? What's got me keys? Like that pop culture wise or anything in general. Anything. Yeah, and once one kind of said she was excited about being here, so So really anything is <laughs> I mean, like everybody else I'm excited for the city of Star Wars movie, that's what sure everybody says. Um, I'd say like I'm really into cryptozoology and just the, the study of these, these creatures and monsters and just every day I just jump into a morning. I jump on the internet and it's just like a black hole. You just see yeah, all these oh yeah. stuff. You fall down the rabbit hole. Yeah. And you start talking to people to show like this. And you know, they're like, oh, have you seen this thing? Have you seen that thing? And just uh, I make little notes in my sketchbook to check it out. And I just, yeah, I'm obsessed with that stuff. That, that's, that's the big thing right now. And also, old like horror magazines. That's what eerie, yeah, creepy, yeah. I like that. Tells me the threats and, you know, that stuff. Now, obviously, uh, our listeners can't see this, but at his table, he's got a lot of original artwork uh, displaying some of these crypto zeros. That, that's a big interest of mine as well. Yeah. yeah, I've been staring at them since I've been Yeah, and, and, and I'm one of those people, and maybe nobody else cares. I miss the fact that Josh Gates' new show doesn't go after animals and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we have. This is a fascinating topic. It's something you Oh, I would love to get into that. Like, like what, just different kinds of things that I'm looking at? Or, well, you know, like, like the one thing now that I'm seeing more and more of is, uh, like, a lot of people that have been in this stuff for a while now, like, like Sasquatch, the different kinds of versions of Sasquatch, or like, and things like that. But I started to draw the skunk ape, which is this, like, Sasquatch that lives in Florida. And it's called the skunk ape because, you know, it lives in the swamp and it really stinks. You know, just for things like that, or they'll have like different cave versions, and um, there's a bunch of different you know, overseas and things like that. Um, you know, but and besides all that stuff, I'm also with like sideshow and circus graphs, like the Fuji Mermaid, and, and, and I'm just constantly trying to get just dive into that stuff more and more. And, 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, which I'm seeing from the artwork you have hanging, that that's kind of your motif for that yeah. set. And then like, I mean, so next to the Fiji Mermaid, I have the Wounded Monkey, which I actually did that for a show. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with like different pop culture galleries or anything like that. Like, there's a lot of them out in LA. Like Gallery TV, they had a show called Easy for Cult, and like uh, Entertainment Weekly called it the uh, the Super Bowl for the pop artists. Oh, nice. And so they give you all the, I can you get options of artists of different movies you can pick from, and I pick closer to Oz. Because I was trying to think like, what would fit in the song during me, like the sideshow stuff. So I decided to go with the name, you know, Wendy Monkey. Because they would make like tattoos and everything. Right. And that kind of guy, so. That's really cool. Yeah. Now, have you collected a book, maybe like an art book, of all of this? That's what I'm working on right now. Nice. Um, I have about 14 or 16 images. I want to have about 32, and then I'll do like a little book. Or maybe even like a few guides. I think that'd be cool. Oh, that would be and awesome. Like little write-ups. And um, I used to buy books back in the day with artists from all over the place. And um, there was like these, I, I would do like hand stitching to it. And I think that format would look really cool. So you literally could have it in your pocket and open it up. That would be so cool. So I would be all over that. Like, yep, that's the normal. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 The Marwall or, you know, oh, Loch Ness Monster going down here, or Acapogo. Yeah. That's really cool. I would be all over that. Yeah. That's. So I do this full time. Uh, I pretty much do conventions and craft shows and things like that. And I know Jeremy and Fabio are going to be slow. So I'm just going to focus pretty much on the book. Doing the product. Yes. Very, very cool. Go through, go online, start making notes. Like right now, in between, I'm gonna either draw the Mothman next in that kind of style, or the Jersey Devil. Everybody's saying Jersey Devil, so that's probably the first one. The Mothman. So I start um, That's awesome. I don't know. I'm kind of partial to the Mothman. But you know, I've uh, I've noticed that the Mothman series. There's a lot of stuff out there from one single yeah. Whereas I mean, people have been talking about seeing all the Mothman happened once. I think they're not trying to introduce the current or maybe But really, current as far as I know. Yeah, there's a couple other ones. I had a guy message me yesterday about. I'm not sure we butcher this because I can't remember the rules. There's some other. That's tied in with um, some sort of scientist or something that's a alien. But they, supposedly there was uh, people saw this character or whatever, and um, so there's Mothman. So there's like this whole other story with that character that I don't really know a lot about. I think it's being coming out. Yeah. Well, it's been years ago. It was maybe a month ago. What's really weird too is how many of these things are similar or how close it's similar. Like, have you ever heard of that? Like, no. So, so it was like a lot of people think maybe it was an owl or something they saw, which like, the Mothman could be that too. Just an owl, just the way that it looks like it's something else. Um, but it was like, I don't even know how to explain it. It had like a bulb head in the drawing and it looked like robotic. Like, you know, but it's more like the way that they explain the owls is red eyes. It's like the Mothman, where you have like the owl man in England, which looks a lot like the Mothman. So it's almost like, is there just like anything in particular that people are saying? Like, how, how do you get that? 
you want it? How do you get these beers? It, it, the whole thing is just very, it's really strange to me. You know, the one thing that throws me, sounds like you were definitely doing kind of a throw this out, certainly more than myself. You know what's always bothered me about the movie? Any of the you always hear that noise. She split a half the imagine that there's a picture out there or something out there that's not going to look at Everybody yeah. seems to say that. Yeah, you're totally right. I, I would give it more credence if they didn't say that. Because I think they said it would get a lot of But I don't know. It's just something that fits that. Oh, that, totally, that totally makes sense. Um, yeah, I don't know what people are drinking. Yeah. 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 Like it's, it's really hard to get through there with the desert and it's like you have all these different climates and, and everything. It's the size of Texas, this, this one section, that people can't even really get into. So who knows what's even in there. Yeah, I mean, all crazy creatures. And they're always finding stuff on there. And like, they have this, uh, I call it a Japanese bunny slug. Have you guys seen this? No. It's like a little, I don't know how big it is, but it was all over my mind. It's like a little slug. It's, with this kind of stuff, it looks like a little bunny. And they're going crazy over this thing. And it's, it's real. It's probably wild. It's just, there's so much more stuff out there. I guess that's why I I used to like that stuff as a kid. I was really into like, the time, like, the and, you know, and then I got into the comics. And now it's like I'm going back and, you know, going back the other way. It's like he's new <laughs> no, no, I'm with you. I remember going to, I grew up in the library. I would always go to the section of the books on the Ecological Monsters and Panthers full of wood cuttings instead of drawings, things like that. Well, like it's, it was good. What I tried to do was bounce around. So I used to draw like, you know, all the time, and uh, I was really into things like Jason and, and, and stuff like that. And so I was doing that kind of work, and then I started getting to the gallery scene a little bit, like in San Francisco, and uh, with the burlesque work. And then from there I got into all these pop culture gallery shows. So I was doing stuff for like, uh, recently I did a, a license print for Marvel for the new Avengers movie. Um, collaborated with Walking Dead with AMC on some stuff. Again, it's another show. Um, you know, and this stuff's really fun. American Horror Story, I was supposed to do a license print with them. Uh, back in the future they were doing some stuff. And then, just wanders by. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know what's happening right now. Um, take your job off the phone. Yeah. Don't ask her to take a picture if you want. Come back over here. Um, you know, but I was doing that stuff for so long, I just wanted to start to switch it up and kind of try to go my own brand. That's why I'm doing, like, you know, the sideshow, but there's a lot of things that I'm actually doing, like sideshow managers too. So I don't really I usually have plushies too, and plushies a lot of this stuff. Oh, nice. But doing New York Comic Con a couple weeks ago, I just messed up all my interns at all. I saw this yeah, that's a great problem. Yeah, that's, that's a good problem to have. <laughs> that show, though, it is like I never ever seen anything like that before. I don't know if I do, but it's too crazy. Yeah. Yeah. 
chaos on a grand scale. It, it is. And, and we do our show and every, you know, it's at the conference and everything is, uh, is union. So, you know, New York union is the normal union. So these guys just don't get shit. Like, it's obvious they're all on over time. We have a question of one day. Right. And, 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 yeah, it was a nightmare. But it was good. Not the good exposure. Um, yeah, it was really bad. That's cool. Primarily so I have a website, I don't really sign it. It's, it's more the conventions. I try to do one every weekend. So, like, I'll have one. Next weekend, I'll have one. So, I try to make reference specifically. I'm not going to book anything. We're going to just enjoy ourselves. But then after that, it's just uh, every weekend. Every Mainly for Because I like those shows. I like comic conventions, but craft shows, people are specifically to buy comics. Versus, like, if I do, like, a horror convention, people want to get, like, autographs. Right. Well, that can't be I got a good job. $100 for the autograph. Yeah, they're spending that money there. There's nothing left to get cool yeah. stuff. Yeah. So you got to go there with a the plan just to be able to get what you want and then leave it back. <laughs> No, I was just going to ask you to type in if you have an Instagram so I can tag you. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a number. You can see that on my phone. People know that one of my phones and things happen. It's just my first name, so I guess I could So I'm like, it's Facebook, my website, Make it easy for people to find you. The thing is, if I start talking shit about people, it comes back to me, so you know, too fast. <laughs> well, you're in the right place for talking shit about people that have a lot. We do that. That's right. We, we, we try to make it honest. Yeah. Or our own, our own co-hosts who can't be bothered to show up for live events. For now. I wasn't saying with empty chairs for over there. Right. That's what it symbolizes. Yes. That's their no, unemployment line. Do you plan on having Corbs sit in Jack's lap? That's where that's a below. That would have been great. That's awesome. That's awesome. Oh, man, why didn't I And you know what? The blow-up doll would probably have more intelligent things to say than Jack. Probably. <laughs> at least in sand topic. Right. <laughs> Look at that. And this is why my daughter sits in Jack's lap. Yeah. You think Jack will have learned his lesson to never go to an SU game again? Probably not. I know, it's just torturous. Were they up at like 3 o'clock in the morning to go get a good parking spot? Probably. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. Parking at the dome is terrible. Why can't you just watch it on TV? You get closer at view. Is it football or basketball? Football. So that's even more. Yeah. Do they ever even win the They have. They've won a couple. Is he just not like you guys? He's just always going to the SU game? That's possible. Well, you know what's interesting is that... I can understand that from somebody at a much more secure place within an organization. The secure spots that No. No, it was good. We're good. We're fine. Come on, it's like they even listen back to the shows. Come on, we can say whatever we want to. We can talk about his predilection for pedophilia if we wanted, and he's never going to care about that. Now that may have been too much. <laughs>
which is, if there are authorities listening, which I hope there are, is not true. <laughs> Just want to put that out there. As far as we know, it is not true. Yes. I'm known for that. So the weekend after Max, I'm going to be doing a craft show in Rochester, Saturday and Sunday, and then the th that Thursday before, and that's all over the place. I'm going to be at SU, they're doing a craft show. Oh, nice. So I can tell everybody that I'm going to be There you go. Yeah, that's coming back around to bite you already. Spread the word. Definitely. Yeah. I don't even know why I wanted to show up. It's all you today. <laughs> it's cool too because I mean a lot of people are doing it right now. Like I think it's just a matter of time. So like what I'll do is I, there's a couple places I thought I'd wind up doing uh, direct to fabric printing, so I can do like full color, that's how you handle maybe these questions. And being in the horror community, nobody was doing plush. It's literally just me somebody shows out of state and then all of a sudden I just have seen you probably be reading about it in the news if somebody starts making like side trip look like this, I'm gonna probably cut the right. So we're throwing that out there now. So everybody knows. I am. And once again, do you want me to cut that part out? Because that, that can be considered. Okay. <laughs> all right, but Isaac, I don't want to keep you for too long. I, I know your your table's unmanned while this has been going on. Actually, what we've been talking, I've watched people go by. They they did hover. I, I was gonna let you know if anyone was going near your stuff. So. I was watching. So. If they still anything, that's still out there. I don't want to walk back. There you go. I hear you. All right, Isaac. Thanks for sitting in. Have a good day. You too. Thank you very much. Isaac Bidwell, ladies and gentlemen. Really cool guy. Yeah, really cool. And um, we're putting the picture up on Instagram. We're going to put the picture up on Facebook as well. Yeah, I'm really, I wanted to go like to ask him how much he charges for this. Because I didn't. Because I know I'm the bar now. Yeah. It in no, that was the first thing I saw when I walked in. They're incredible. And it's it's a stylistic. He's, he's got his, his own style. It's, it's distinctly, once you've seen all the work, you can tell that it's his work. Oh, without a doubt. And it's phenomenal. Love it. Typical. I am a big fan of the winged monkey, actually. That, that's yeah. really cool. You know, like the unit. I like them. I kind of dig into the Fiji just because I like the little uh, tail at the bottom. This is alive, which that really a lot of work into it. Very, very, very cool, very unique stuff. I don't know. I'm pretty sure Aren't they all real? 
Yeah, you have the technology. Um, fans. No, not really. Um, but <laughs> uh, uh, people I know from my past. We have a bat family. Look at that. Well, it's a podcast. Not, it's not going out on the radio, but close enough. Not at all. That's uh, it's what it's there for. Come on in. Are you looking for the one more? Oh, I thought you were Darth Vader. you look like She doesn't want to talk. Well, yeah, we're just here. We're going to be talking to some other creators. We're also going to talk to people. People that are here that are spending their money and their time to make this come work. Well, thank you for your time. We're grateful for your time. So I take it you guys are here for Batman and Star Wars. We're in here for a variety. And uh, we, we've been looking around and the variety is what we found. And it's all very fascinating. It brings back a lot of memories. Good. Now I noticed one member of the is not dressed up. What happened there? There you go. <laughs> and if that didn't get picked up in the microphone, she said, I do not need to dress up. I am Superman. Perfect. That's right. She's living the life every day. Thanks so very much. It was nice talking to you. You're man. welcome. You guys have a good day, all right? Same to you. That was awesome. You're welcome. You know, it's nice to be able to talk to, to bands and people like that. They're just here because they love us. Yes, they're living the dream. That I mean, you could. I don't know if it trans well. Trans. Translated. Translated very well, thank you. Um, on Mike, but he is just super excited to be here. He's yeah, having a blast. He's having a great time. Ear to ear smile. Yeah, and it looked like it was all the same. Yeah, yeah. We made his day. We really did, and, and that is probably the coolest thing here ever. You're still looking at that weird ass. Oh, that might be the coolest thing. Yes, I would high five you if your daughter's head wasn't in the way. Oh, I thought you were gonna hit me. That's how I could have envisioned it going. Yeah. My phone's recording. They are real. You know what? Why don't we go over and talk to Mr. Perks and see if he wants to sit in We can do that. What we'll do is we'll take a little break here. I'll, I'll hit the pause button and uh, we'll make this happen. Right, fantastic. And we are back in. All right, now we uh, just had a gentleman sit down with us. If I can name the JG Perks, where? Quite a JG, it's JG Hertzler. Hertzler? It's easy to say a German, a fake German accent. It's much easier to say my last name. And there's less speaking of course. See, Hertzler, try it. Hertzler. 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 That's better. Than it is to say Hertzler. 
I agree. Now, well, everybody, everybody feels that way, except Bob O'Reilly. Yeah. Gal Ron. Yeah. Well, he, he shows me no respect whatsoever. Are you surprised? No. No. Not at all. Now, for you, those of you who don't know, uh, Mr. Herzler. Herzler. Oh, I like that. Herzler. But you must hear was a German Herzler. Mr. Herzler. Herzler. I can do that. Herzler. I'll work on it. Okay. The next time I see you, I'll have Sorry. <laughs> uh, he uh, is uh, well known for a lot of things, but most uh, mostly probably known for playing uh, general Martin on Star Trek Deep Space Nine. A favorite of mine being that I thought DS9 was the best Star Trek show, period. And also my favorite cleaners. This is a great game. Yeah, it's a great game for me, too. It was a... Why am I speaking with a German accent? You've got me started here. Um, no, I, I, I was on a panel in Germany. I, uh, I think this was in a con in Germany. I'm not sure which one it was, but... Uh, we were, there was a lot, all the shows were, had somebody from the show on a big panel. Leonard Nimoy was right in the middle of it. And uh, I think Avery was there, but I don't think Shatner was there, I, I, Leonard was there. And some, one of the press people, it was a press panel, and they were all taking <laughs> Bob and I were on the end, somewhere. They stuck a couple of playgrounds at the, uh, you know, the end, uh, which is where we belong. Um, and uh, some, one, of the, one of the press people said, uh, this is a question from Mr. Hessler. Um, do you, it's generally recognized that Deep uh, Space Nine was the best written of the uh, Star Trek series, uh, and he went on and asked the question. So the next chance that Leonard had to say anything, he said, well, I'm glad to know that Deep Space Nine was the best written of the series. It's information I didn't have before this panel. <laughs> and Bob and I just sort of shrunk beneath the, beneath the table, you know? Very funny. Oh, that's that's awesome. fantastic. <laughs> I said, uh-oh. There goes my relationship with, uh, with uh, Leonard. <laughs> uh, do you still talk to anybody? Not to Leonard. Well, no. <laughs> no. He's, uh, he's gone ad astra. Um, you know the derivation of his little uh, longer prosper. He told that story. He told him a few conventions. Do you know the derivation of it? Uh, uh, when he was a uh, child, in I guess he was in was he from New York or Chicago. Where was he from originally? I can't remember. But in the temple, uh, when in services on, on uh, the Sabbath, the at some point the, the whole congregation would be. Uh, uh, eyes closed, but the elders would be giving this sign over top of the congregation of blessing, and and he kept his eyes open a couple times, and he noticed that he always held on to it, and then he had a reason to use it in uh, Star Trek, and that's what he put it in. Um, that's the story he told. 
but you know he cannot be. Uh, 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 he makes things up. <laughs> Everybody I can be, uh, you know, I, I just realize conventions, not so much the comic conventions, but when they have a sci-fi or a Star Trek convention, and there's, uh, I see Marina quite a bit, Marina Service, and uh, Ohura, uh, Michelle was at um, an event last month, and I've been doing this for 15 years, and they sort of do blend together who you saw where, what, doing when, you know. And, uh, uh, but I, but it's a, it's a chance. Oh, in Las Vegas, I saw, I haven't seen LeVar in a long time, he came up behind me. He's a wonderful director, LeVar he directed a couple of my favorite episodes on Star Trek uh, on DS9. As uh, Michael, I saw. Uh, I saw a lot, and, and uh, Armin, uh, Shimmerman. Um, these guys I worked with, we didn't work together, but we worked together in a, in a uh, sort of a group of actors that all knew each other in the West Coast, uh, whether it's in San Francisco or Seattle or uh, Los Angeles. And if we didn't work directly together, we knew we knew mutual friends and we worked together and they knew who we were. So we, it was part of the theater community. And uh, I, I don't get to see that because I live over here on the East Coast now, upstate New York. Where are you guys from? Syracuse. Syracuse. Actually, my wife says I'm, I'm pronouncing it wrong. It's supposed to be Syracuse. It actually is in Syracuse. Yeah, well. My brain can't always tell the difference between those two things, but they're very good. Yeah, no, I do the, I do the things like. People criticize me on the. It's like, you don't say easy. You say easy. Something's easy. So you have a Z sound to the S on that. Thank you for sending me that. That's what I mean. Um, but there is something that I say all the time that I get corrected on. Oh, rinse. You, you rinse the wash, you know, you rinse. I've always said rinse. You know, the rinse, R I N Z E. You, you hear the difference there? Yeah. Yeah. But I get criticized for the same thing. She says it's rinse. Rinse. Rinse, not it's rinse. You're not alone. I love you, man! Brother in mispronunciation! Did you find them with the convention circuit? Because I was actually going to ask you Do you find it? Is this something you really enjoy? Source of my melancholy. It so disturbs me to be. I I'm breaking down right now in front of all these people and in front of all those out there in radio land. <laughs> I can't stand it. Excuse me, just give me a minute. Okay, I'm, I'm um, No, I love it. I, I love it. As as a friend of mine says, oh, you go there. It's really tough life, John. You go there to be adored. I said, well, yes. Where else can I get? Where else can I be? 
liked for something I'm not doing at the present. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, yeah, I was just lucky that Martok was a, uh, a good character. And uh, I, I sort of ride his coattails right now. It's famous hard, famous hard. I wasn't sure. Very different. Yeah. No, I understand. Very touching. Very touching. I heard actors. Well, Shatner. He he had a lot of problems after he said get a life, you know, and he didn't really say that. It was in the context of something else. It was a it was a skit. Yeah, it was yeah. But that became synonymous with an attitude that wasn't really the way he felt. But boy, does it have an effect. I, in 15 years, I have never had, I had one, one kid in Australia who was troubled. And he had, he, he basically gave too much weight to Martok's existence. So I said, what would Martok do? He actually, you know, I, I, felt, I, I, I felt like doing something horrible, and then I asked myself, what would, how would Martok handle this? And it, it, it prevented okay, something okay. from happening. But it wasn't about me, it was about the story you told me. But other than that, I have never had any bad experience of any way, shape, or form. I mean, an actor's life, I've been doing this for 40 some years, an actor's life depends upon the existence of an audience. If there's nobody out there, I don't care who says it, it's not for the audience's sake. It is, in my opinion, it's absolutely for the audience's sake. Otherwise, why would anybody give you money to stand up on stage and repeat somebody else's words? Uh, it is really about entertaining the audience and sending and you sort of reach out, take their hand, and go to place, places that uh, you know they have, you have no way of going other than that, uh, going to see that show. Um, no, I, I uh, I've never understood that that mentality of people saying uh, it, it's, they're bothered by the existence of an audience or the whole thing. It's odd. So, what are you working on now? Did you, first of all, I have a question for you. Do you remember the there was a toy when I was a kid called Og Og? Did you ever hear that toy? For something I something I just said. I remember the jingle from the commercial on TV. On, 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 half turtle and half frog. I have no reason for saying that other than it just went into my head. And it came out of my mouth, and I'm sorry for that. Forgive me. It's okay. On, on. On, on! Yeah, she's got pictures of on, on! Half turtle and half frog. Yeah, I, uh, for some reason, he caught my, two toys caught my fancy back in those days. What year is it? 
It's got to be in the late 50s, big red middle 50s, late 50s. Odd, odd. But there was odd, odd, and then there was also a car that had a little plunger on the bumper. 62. Yeah, those were, that was a good year. 62. Cuban Missile Crisis and Odd, Odd. Yes. Oh, yeah, I remember it well. Uh, there was also a car that had a little plunger, a little trigger on the on the bumper, and you could wind it up. It would go real full speed into a wall, and it would explode. And that was the other thing that was fabulous. And then there was also Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Yes. Oh, oh, yeah. They've made a comeback. Yeah. Yeah. Now we need to get a Rock'em Sock'em Oh, that would be fabulous. Yes. We need to get somebody on that like yesterday. That would be that fabulous. Would be I'll see what I can do. <laughs> so you're out of Syracuse, all right. You're right here local. You know, have you, do you have you ever? Uh, is there any kind of cross pollinization between Syracuse stage and uh, the, the main union uh, equity theater company here in Syracuse? And you guys, do you any crossover? We have not yet. We've been around for just a little over a year now. Oh, you're young. You're youngsters. Yes. Oh. Oh. We're making a lot of connections. For sure. Fabulous. Theater. Do you know anybody who works in that? I do not. And that, you know, that's something that didn't even occur to me before now until you mentioned it. There's a, there's this crossover between fans of comics and, and uh, fantasy and Star Trek and sci-fi with theater, with live theater. There's a crossover in the audience. So might not be a bad, um, a bad connection to make. Um, I'm trying to think of the, uh, they have an artistic director that started there a couple of years ago. Rob, Bob Moss was there forever. Um, I just didn't, I don't remember what. He's artistic director. And the new, the new fellow is a wonderful. There's Justice League star. I can't think of his name. I met him only once a few years ago. Now you were running in their half off, too. So, working on some. Yeah. Do that again. Just one more time. Um. Uh, yeah, I'm doing a production at Wells College, actually, or not, not at Wells College, but adjacent, Wells adjacent, uh, the Morgan uh, Opera House in Aurora, New York, doing the uh, live radio version of Orson Welles' production of A Christmas Carol, which featured, um, when they did it, it featured uh, Lionel Barrett. Lionel Barrett, he, 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 did, he did Scrooge for 460 years for Orson Welles. I don't really care much for people generally speaking, but uh, if you'd like to, that George Bailey, he was one I really, really hated. He called me a twisted old man. Well, what was he but a twisted young man? Anyway, um, it's uh, Orson Welles' version with a few uh, live commercials about local, uh, you know, companies, local uh, corporations in the Aurora area and elsewhere. And um, I've done it twice before at the Rongovian Embassy uh, back down in Trumansburg. 
Do right, you know the Rongo? Oh, okay, it's been there since '68. Uh, they they were famous because people like uh, Jerry Garcia would play there, and uh, uh, the Almond Brothers. These were rock pieces. You weren't even you weren't even dreams in your parents' eyes at, at this point. You were you did not exist. In fact, some of these people don't exist right now for me. That person over there, he doesn't exist. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm doing that December fourth and fifth at the Morgan Opera House, and it's a wonderful show from wonderful actors. The guy who's playing Orson uh, Orson Welles for me is a guy named Dan Kiley, who is about six foot five or six six. He weighs about four hundred pounds. He's an he's an enormous human and uh, and a wonderful actor, a brilliant operatic tenor, um, and he does a wonderfully charming uh, Orson Welles. Uh, so Dan is there, and Irv Cook, and uh, Helen T. Clark, and a lot of folks, Danny Bates, Peter Schumann, some great people. And uh, I love the show, and it's a story that we all have to hear. I'm looking at you. I'm looking at all of you. We have to hear the Christmas carol story every year to remember why why we are here. We're not just individual strangers walking to our graves eventually. We are fellow humans and we owe it to each other to treat each other that way. And that's what Christmas Carol is all about. Scrooge was not of that uh, until he went through the three ghosts. And Marley. <laughs> Is that agreeing with the Orson Welles version, the Well, no, I mean, it was, I, I, I've actually added quite a bit to it from the, uh, the original novel by uh, Charles Dickens. Uh, no, there, there are so many versions, they're all beautiful. It's just that this is, was uh, created for live radio. And um, and we don't do exactly the version. We do, a, you know, I do a, a sort of a uh, an original version, but it's based on the Orson Welles uh, radio script. As you, if you go back and listen to the script, it's so toned down in terms of. Um, Americanization of a British tale. So we sort of return a lot of the British history. Um, but I did, uh, it can't happen here by Sinclair Lewis. I did it there last year. Uh, again, a live radio version reading of a uh, great novel in the 20th century. Sinclair Lewis was known as the conscience of America in the 20s. And, um, I did uh, War of the Worlds, uh, also I've done it a couple times, again it was Orson Welles who uh, uh, did that. He is so, if you go back, and I, I encourage everybody to go to YouTube and listen to Orson Welles radio productions, because he's so good at, uh, at hosting his shows and at doing characters and at directing his shows, yeah, he's, he's just, he was unique talent. A uniquely powerful talent. Anyway, come see the show. Do you find yourself a fan of that kind of stuff? Then, the theater of the mind? Huge fan, and your and your your mind can fill in pictures 
that you, I mean, you can fully realize the show having not seen anything except hearing the words, you know, but your mind has completely filled in the picture. Audio books while you're driving, you know, you don't, you don't even see the terrain. Your, your brain does a very special thing. It completely monitors what's going on, but your imagination is totally in the story of whatever story is being told. It's an amazing I'm a big fan of the Oh. During the years that it was out there, they called the picked up right from continue Oh wow. Wow. It's so good. Even though the show is back in popular, they're continuing. Oh wow. It's it's still there now. I bet. They moved into other stuff. They've got like a season of They've done several. There can be only one. Island man. TV property. So yeah, I mean they they specialize in that kind of thing. You might want to check that out. It's pretty cool stuff. I would. Is it on YouTube, Big Finish, or just Google it? And, and yeah, you might be able to find some of the stuff. I mean they're they're selling a lot of their stuff. So. I'll see if I can see what I can find. I, I love it. I I totally believe in it. And it's uh, they did a show a week. You know, in the old days they did um, some some did a show every day, but uh, at seven o'clock. But Orson Welles the. Uh, Campbell's Soup Playhouse, and you know, we have the announcer saying, and Campbell's Soup, well, is that little lady in your household, does she take up too much time, of her valuable time, you know, uh, creating the stew and waiting for the meat to cook? Well, right now you can get all that in a little can, and it's even better than what she used to make. It's Campbell's Soup. <laughs> Campbell's Chicken Soup. Do you like chicken? I do. You know, do you like kitchens? No. <laughs> that little boy over there is. Um, no, that's what, the dad is Wade, and she's Elizabeth, and he's Sam, and he's got a Darth Maul figure that he adores. That he just got. He's Darth Vader, and he's got a little tiny Darth Maul. Yes, we're talking about you, Sam. You're live on the radio. Oh, he, you were. Okay. What do you say about? What do you say about Darth Maul? Oh, okay. He's kind of made a few years That's okay. Yeah. yeah. We can grab him people just you know walking through. That's great. That's great. Do you have them oh, while you grab them? Do you have a clothing here, or you just grab them? Oh, I just walk up to them. Oh, grab them. Yeah. Yeah. I put a stop to it. Outside of a convention, you'll be arrested for that. You realize that? Yes. I mean, unless you have a Klingon costume on, then you can do anything to anybody. Oh, well, I don't know. The costume possibly get the Batman. That looks tough, yes. In fact, I, I, I always get stopped in the airport, you know, you search my luggage and, you know, it's got, I, I, I sometimes have to take the Klingon uh, armor along with me and a metlet, uh, a metlet, um, which is a small cutting sword and maybe a duck thought, which is a, a knife. And they say, uh, um, at one point, they, they looked at the metlet, which is a, a sword, and they said, okay, but they, but I had some liquid in a bottle. I said, oh, that can't go. 
Yeah. I had a sword. <laughs> like, oh no, you have to get that. You have to leave that here. That water. I said, okay. <laughs> but the swords are like, oh yeah, the swords are mine. <laughs> Priorities. There you go. Are you uh, still working on um, Star Trek Action? Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. We are. Um, Something is going to happen over to Ticonderoga, I believe, in the next uh, month or so. Uh, they're going to join, maybe it's not public knowledge, but I've already thought I'm right. Um, but uh, the Axonar production company is going to be doing something with new voyages um, using the bridge of the, uh, the bridge of the Enterprise. Even though it's the Ares, I think, in Axonar, it's a different ship. But the bridge is pretty much the same. And I've worked on that bridge before as the Enterprise, uh, as a Klingon, uh, about four or five years ago. It is a perfect replica, a perfect recreation of the uh, Enterprise bridge. I mean perfect. And so they're going to make use of that, bring the production company from L.A., join with the little production company that exists in Ticonderoga, and uh, do, do a couple scenes that we use in that time. I would have to imagine moving after working on this, and stepping onto the original Enterprise recreation of it, was it surreal? That's, that's something that still would have changed. The Star Trek bridge was iconic. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's it's like a toy. I mean, have you ever seen a Klingon bridge? That's a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, you, that, you think that's a bridge? No, a Klingon bridge. That's a bridge. That's a bridge. In fact, what was it? The, the crocodile, the crocodile hunter, but crocodile uh, uh, Dundee. Crocodile Dundee says that's not a bridge. This is a bridge. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it's beautiful. It is stunningly beautiful, and I did feel like that. It's, if you hear that music tinkling in the background when you walk onto the bridge, yeah. It's, wow. Now you're going to be a Oh, for uh, Axonar, yeah. I'll be in some because it goes over 20 years, so I'll probably dye my hair and, and mustache and beard uh, so that I'm a, a little bit less white uh, until 20 years later. I'll be much more that way. Is it uh, going to be an interesting experience working on Star Trek under all this makeup? We felt that, you know, Kate Vernon and Gary Graham and uh, Tony Todd and. Uh, Forgetting somebody. Gary uh, Graham, Tony Todd, Kate Vernon, myself, and of course Alec. Um, it it did not seem odd at all. It seemed like we had worked together. We had, the four or four or five of us had never worked together. It seemed like we worked together for a long time. And it was I was stunned. And everybody that worked on the Prelude to Axanar really cannot wait to get started with Axanar. Um, so yeah, it, it feels right, it feels uh, like we've been there all our lives and we're ready to do it again. So we're just waiting for the, uh, for the production company to start. So I think the people are ready. I like Star Trek. I'll you on Good. Oh, that's right. You're, you're not as you're not as much of a Star Trek fan as. The no, story. yeah, he thinks Captain Kirk is played by Chris Pine. That is not true. Okay, yes, it is. Me and Paul may as well not be here. 
He is a handsome captain Cook. I gotta say, Chris Pine. In fact, I like that whole crew. I like. They're all great, but you know, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Fifty years from now, nobody's going to talk about Chris Pine. It doesn't have that. They can't. We can't go back. We can't. We can't create it again either. He's good. They're, yeah. No, you're right. Those guys. You know, even I was laughing at the uh, turbo lift handle that's sticking out from the side of the turbo lift. I said, what the hell is that? Look at that. <laughs> it's a cone-shaped thing, and he's got his hand up as if it's doing something. You know, but yeah, it is. There, everything about that show is iconic. Over these, now that it's been 50 years, starting next year. A lot of celebrations going on next year. We're going to England, we're going to Germany, we're going to go to, uh, we've been doing it, I've traveled all over the world for 15, the last 15 years, I've gotten to see more of the world than uh, I could have possibly done anything other, any other occupation, I think I would have, maybe, maybe a rare earth uh, miner would have gotten into Australia, <laughs> but I've been to New Zealand a couple times, and Australia a couple, maybe three times, it's fabulous, what a, what a gift I, I was given by getting fast on the stuff, it was a gift. Who wants to sell me something over here? From, you know, a gift from the ether, a gift from the powers of the My thumbnail. I, I auditioned 12 or 15 times for Star Trek. It was like, you remember the cartoon about the uh, sheepdog and the, and the, and the wolf? They'd check in, they'd punch cards, they'd go into the punch, hey Harry, hey Ralph, they'd punch their time cards and they'd go chase each other. That's what it felt like to me. As I walked into the room with the uh, Star Trek uh, producers there, I felt like I'm punching their cards. Hey John, yeah, hey Jim, Paul, David. And what are you going to do? Uh, uh, I'm going to do, uh, I'm reading something from Golden uh, Cox. Oh, okay. I just I didn't rip off my, th my thumbnail at that point. If I'd have ripped the thumbnail off for Golden Cox, I might have been able to get that. But I'm happy. I got it was. It, yeah, I love the guy. I love Martin. Um, my one, my best friend in Hollywood at the time, um, a guy named Rod Cannon, uh, who has done many films since then. I just saw him in something the other day. He had been told by his agent that. Okay, you've got the role of Martok, except they got to see one other person, and that was me. But nobody knew that, and so I, I auditioned. I threw the chair because I was angry at the guys. For they said, they said after my first reading, they said, you know what a a, a Klingon is, <laughs> and I said, oh right, you want me to be loud overbearing, obnoxious, pushy, aggressive, mean, angry. They said, uh, yes. And so I said, fine. And so I picked up the chair and I threw it against the wall. And it had it was an old folding chair. And it had sharp little feet. And one of those feet stuck in them. This, these are old buildings on the Hollywood lot. They're, they're, it's not drywall they put up. It's lathe and plaster. So that thing got stuck between little two pieces of lathe in the plaster, and it sat there. 
And when I did it, I ripped my thumbnail off because it caught in the back of the forehead. I didn't know it because I was angry, loud, obnoxious, aggressive. <laughs> I was pumping adrenaline and uh, I was bleeding on their rug, you know, and on the wall and I would make gestures and the blood would go and uh, afterwards they didn't say anything for, you know, there was a pause and the dust from an explosion sort of settles. They said, thank you. <laughs> and, uh, and I left. And I got the role. Uh, I might attribute it to the fact that I gave blood. Uh, I might attribute it to the fact that I caused them thousands of dollars worth of repair on their wall. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they never asked for it. Thank God. Those are those walls. I mean, those buildings like the Paramount, the Sternberg building, and Lucy. You know, well, whatever. You know who greenlit Star Trek? You knowledge the person? That's his name. Lucille Ball is the person who said, "Okay, let's make it." And uh, and Desi said, "Well." You have some splatter to do, Lucy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, that has got to be way far in the red zone, so it's just going to be a buzz. That's all right. That's all right. It'll get people looking, just like they did here. You just yeah. quieted the whole room down. That was I know. I know. It was funny. He has such a strange way of laughing. I'm so hoarse right now, I can't do it, but it was like, oh, something. Anyway, they agree with it. I've always there's there's a there's a book called The Creator, and it's it's takes its title from that uh, Viger. You know, remember the episode where it was Voyager was Viger, and the Creator because it was trying to find the Creator. Remember? And it, anyway, the Creator. Uh, it's a large book, and it's about the early years of Star Trek. How you know Jim. Uh, William Shatner was eat, was living out of his Rambler, or living out of his station wagon, you know, and driving back to doing a, a day job in Canada, whatever. Um, and I always thought, what a great thing to do to be able to do this, do this book, the early years of Star Trek, because at that point, Major was still here, still with us. Major Roddenberry, she would have been a perfect Lucille Ball. She could have done Lucille Ball. Yeah, and uh, they're doing Lucille, somebody's doing Lucy right now. Um, somebody's doing Lucy and Desi Lee. Uh, somebody, anyway, I had this idea about 15 years ago. And I have way too many ideas and not nearly enough money to execute anything. <laughs> and you guys started the same way. You have an idea, no money, maybe a little bit of money, Little, little, little windfall here and there, but you're able to put it together. Is that a new board? Yes. And these are new mics? Yes. We have two new ones, and these old Shures, right, or Samson's. Oh, I don't know what... That's a Samson. I believe this is a Behringer. Oh, nice. And these are beautiful. These Thank things, you. These things are just stunning. Yeah. Thank you. It's what I use for the radio show. Uh, I have two old 1950, 1948 S55 Shures that are ancient, and they, they're, you know, they're, they have like a ribbon inside, you know, right. to, or whatever. And um, 
that I bought one of the reproductions um, that looked like these, except that the metal on the inside is blue. It's very blue. nice. But uh, but this is even prettier. I, I think this is great. Yeah, that's kind of what we were looking for. You know, we to have something nice for the two of us, or we have a guest of honor. Well, you need to have it. Do you have a radio? Do you have a? Uh, you need a visual of you guys doing this show. As we're, well. we're working on it. Okay. We actually each thought the other was going to bring a webcam today, but decided it was <laughs> a live event wasn't the best place to try. It. So your radio show has a little communication breakdown uh, breakdown yeah. between <laughs> you guys. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know if it was a breakdown. I think the conversation went like, I have a webcam. You said, Oh no, I have this other one. Excellent. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's all right. It probably wouldn't have been the best time to try. No. You never know what what you're gonna get. It's not bad. Did you take any video on him? No, just take some video and sync it up. No, I tried, but he was done saying uh, funny voices too soon. <laughs> Who was doing funny voices? Uh, my dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, can, can he do them again? Is it only a one-time thing for Dad? Yeah, I think she What's was, that? She was afraid to say it. So. No, it was sarcasm. You're, you're oh, it was me. You're intimidated? No, it was sarcasm. What was sarcasm? Oh, now I'm, now I'm, now I'm sad. You've made me sad. She's 13. I'm, I don't always understand what she says. You're 14? Yes. Wow. What I did want to point out to you, Ronaldo, and uh, you'll be able to back me up on this. My, my daughter's getting a special effects makeup. That's what she wants to do. Oh. This man has had makeup applied to him by Michael Westmore. The Captain Westmore's father. Where do you watch this? Mike, oh, yeah. Michael Westmore. Um, uh, Q. Dave Foster. Everybody calls him Q. Uh, did our makeup for, uh, for Galway for the, uh, the playoffs. Michael did the originals, of course. The first time we were on the show, he'd come in and do the mask and do the, you know, the death mask and the life masks and you know, you stick the straws in your nose and put that pipe and hot stuff. Oh, that's good! Well, it's sick. What's your first name? Lana. Lana. It's very sick, Lana. Cancel that. You're obviously troubled, but this is fabulous. <laughs> That's fabulous. Thank you. God, I'm just looked at it. You know? Oh, it was painful because I didn't quite mix the stuff that I was using enough. So it was like still all like slimy and stuff. Yeah, it was. was There's a lot of sliminess in makeup. Yeah. And especially. Yeah, you can probably still see the little red bits of. No, it looks good. Um, you cleaned up nicely. <laughs> it's, it's one of the most important parts of makeup. Um, did you do you watch Gotham? No. Have you, do you know of it? Yes. You don't like it? No, I just haven't watched it. It's on Netflix or Amazon. Okay, I don't have a TV, so I only see the things that are on Amazon and Netflix. Like Outlander. Have you seen Outlander? I don't think she can watch it. You can't watch Outlander, that's, that's right. You're too young. My daughter's 16 what? now. She can't watch it. There, there, there's, there's a level. Okay. Yeah. You, sex and violence. Yeah, it's sex and violence, much too much. It's not makeup, it's real sex and violence. Can't have that. Shakespeare can do it, but we can't. Sex well, and violence. You know, it's less a matter that I'm worried that she can't handle it and I'm worried that her mother may take offense to it. Because well, yeah, because then you're talking just violence. 
My daughter's the same way. My daughter's the same. My daughter's the same way. She people think she's out of college and she's 16 now. We pretty much talk about whatever we want to, but I'm not going to take that extra. Still too late. It's an interesting idea. Outlander strip club. In fact, I've always I've always thought the perfect film is like really skimpy costumes that come flying off and sometimes during the and a lot of sword fighting. You don't need any words or sets or story, just skippy costumes and a lot of sword fighting. It should be a moneymaker. Be like a film by Frank Presenter. Yes. <laughs> well that yeah, that's good. And makeup then. Let's let's go to makeup, yeah. Uh, I have um uh, I met Frank Miller. I have, I have several books by Frank Miller, you know, what an artist. I mean, his book on uh, the Phoenix Sparkers is... Yes. Have you seen it? Phenomenal. Oh, yeah, I love it. Really. Really. So, what's for lunch? <laughs> is this a wrap? I don't think we've thought that. No. You don't have a 
craft service truck here for your show? Not for us, no. Oh, you need you need craft service. You need a large table strewn with lots of M&Ms and peanuts and big sandwiches and then several kinds of beverage. Yes. He's under something. Oh, I, actually, isn't that the craft service table? Oh, that is the craft service table. Uh, but it was specified that that was for the artists. We are not the artists. Not us. I'm we are no him. He's definitely. No, that's I'm not an artist. No, I, I, you are. I'm not an artist, but I played one on TV. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, sir, are the guest of honor here today. I'm pretty sure you can take whatever you want off yeah. of any table. Oh, I, I, it reminds me. I have a chicken sandwich they brought in for me. I've got to eat that chicken sandwich. There you go. Well, we don't want to hold you up too much. You got to table No, I have no more ideas. There's nothing else I have to talk about. My life is very narrow and I've forgotten from about three years back I've forgotten everything. Uh, so I, I really have nothing more to say. <laughs> I know, it's funny, I barely had to touch on the notes. What notes? Uh, well, notes uh, I just oh, you jotted some notes. Well, what are they? Let's, let's do one word answers. Okay. Uh, do you think there's going to be anything more uh, as far as uh, working on justice? Like justice too? No idea. Next question. <laughs> that was two words. Close no. We're working on <laughs> really. You probably hit most of it already. Well, just oh, ask you, I wanted to ask, yes. would you like me to uh, get Jake a little bit uh, not only would, would I be happy, I'll pay you a large amount of money to do that. <laughs> As my agent, yes, you, you would get uh, yes. So, so Absolutely. once we're big enough and we make those connections, I will say this. A friend of mine in Los Angeles, I moved to upstate New York in 2006. And uh, a friend of mine, about two years after I left, I was teaching at Cornell. Uh, she was working with casting people for the first Star Trek, J.J. Star Trek. I don't know what year it was, but somewhere in there, 2008 or She said, can you come and, and read for one of the Klingons in the show? And I said, I'm teaching. You know, I can't, I can't go away and do that. I just can't. She said, are you sure? I said, I'd like to. I can't. She said, all right. And that was like, goodbye. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think that pretty much covers it. I was going to ask you, this is coming from me, not geek people ever ask you to be my well, there isn't a big difference between me and Martok. I mean, see. But you know, when you said you were talking about something earlier, you said the word five in your mouth. It's like something to the back of my mouth. Well, you know, the, the, the mics are very close. The, the mic's right here. The, the frame is there. So it's easy to do that. But, um, more. There's... My audition. Actually, this, uh, this is not the way to behave. The way to behave is not, not to obey what your son is saying. But this is what you should believe. This is the axis. This is the the acumen. This is the body of knowledge for the Klingon Empire. And then, then there was a large thing spoken in Klingon, and I said, I It's unpronounceable. Uh, so I said, I've got to say something else. I've got to do a foreign language. I do a foreign language. I do Spanish. You know, I can't do Spanish because Spanish sounds like you know. Que esta palabra, que esta palabra, Mr. Uh, you know, it sounds like Spanish. 
uh, and German sounds very German, very Russian, I don't know. Oh, I speak Latin. So I did, I did, uh, I said, Wolf, you must realize. And that was Cicero's fourth oration against Catalan. That I, I took years of black, and that's all I have to show for it. But Jonathan Frakes was directing this. And he said, I've never had anybody audition with Latin before. He said, I love Latin. I want to get you into this. And that's why I must start. That's awesome. Because my, my mother was a Latin teacher. So, kids, if you want to get into show business, study Latin. That's all I have to say. End of advice. Do you have Latin? I, I was going to do Latin, but then my science teacher told me that it's more for science-y kind of stuff. And Spanish helps me more with, you know, LA and Hollywood. Spanish. You know what will help you more, more with Spanish and French and English? It's Latin. It's the root. Yeah. The word, cha what channel are you on? That's Spanish. No. It's Spanish. Most of the words in our line, in our, what we say, we have a few ski words, you know, like uh, the Norskis, you know, the, the word sky and ski and ask, they're all Norwegian roots, you know, up there. But most of our language is from Latin. Most of our words. So look, take, your, take one semester of Latin for grammar. And you will be the best spoken person. Where do you go to school? East Syracuse. You will be the best spoken person in that entire school. I'm telling you. Do, do they teach Latin in the, in the school? Yes, there's Latin, Spanish. That's astounding. French, Nobody teaches Latin anymore. That's astounding. You're, you must be a good school. That's amazing. Wow. Wow. Congratulations. But take take a semester because. Nobody knows the grammar. All the trouble I've seen, nobody knows at all. No, um, nobody knows the grammar of the English language. We don't teach it anymore. We, you know, we, we do. All you have to do is look at Facebook. Oh yeah, I mean, it gets worse with, with the because people don't even spell out. No, you know, we don't know how to spell. It's not that. It's just the grammar. But um, Latin will help you immensely. It'll improve your vocabulary a thousand times without even thinking about it. Just that advice. Well, I'm an actor. I'm not an advisor, but I played one on TV. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I, I met, uh, I'm on the town board of Ulysses, and I said the other day during the town board meeting, I said, well, I'm, I'm not a human, but I played one on TV. <laughs> people always refer to me as a Klingon on the town council. <laughs> well, you know, that's almost like giving you uh, giving permission to, you know, I thought the time was that long. Yes, indeed, what, what do we have? We have Godzilla. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Run away! It's Godzilla! <laughs>
That is the best thing I've seen today. Godzilla with an attitude. You see the, you see the, 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 the arms go to her hips. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is fantastic. Oh. You look so Oh, you have to. Thank you, guys. It was Um, my pleasure. And, uh, I want to get some scale here. Good luck with this. Keep building this station and uh, All right, do your, uh, get yourself a, a, a camera. Oh, and, and get on uh, television as well. <laughs> It should be a TV. It should That's be fantastic. A, it really is a top notch. It's just too little. Yeah. Boom. It's a steal. Right? When we get orders from the general, we have to do it. We have to do it. I did not want to, uh, to obliterate the pronunciation. I want to thank you very much for sitting down with us. For doing Bartok for me, I was trying to nudge That's my daughter to take a video. That's for my daughter. Yeah, like my daughter. She's amazing. She's amazing. And I will uh, get back to you with uh, You have my stuff, so please do. I got to stay in touch. Right? And, uh, I'll try to follow you online because I can do I can do that online, right? I, I can Certainly. Send you all the information. Fabulous. Uh, oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Huh? Oh, yeah. Once again, I'd like to thank John Hersler. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm massacring his last name now. He, he coached you on that. How did? Yeah, how was it? John Hersler. Okay. I'd like to thank him for coming in again. He was fantastic. Yeah, he was awesome. That was a whole lot of fun. But we have another guest, a, a super powerful guest, who just got brought in with us. Lana, we're letting you roll this. You you brought us our next guest, so introduce your friend. Uh, three of the power girl <laughs> That's and fantastic job at introducing Lana her. looks like she's having a seizure. <laughs> calm down, calm down. I need to get a wooden spoon. <laughs> What's your name? Christina. Christina. Christina, nice to meet you. I'm Paul. This is Hugh. That's Lana. Um, I'm sure you're not familiar with who the heck we are. We're Geek Pod. This is a pop culture podcast. Um, you are the only one we've seen so far that's doing a straight-up serious cosplay today. I love the costume. It looks fantastic. And Godzilla. Why is Godzilla? Cool. I fought him. Did you win? Did you win? Yeah. Oh. I don't know. It was a draw. <laughs> you got to go with it. He's a kid. He's a kid. Right. We did a like rock and sock and robots. This is our second rock and sock and robots reference well, of the I'll day. Look at that. We need one of those for the table. I want one. Yes. But no, it's got to be rock and sock and Gowron and Martok. I'm going to see there if I can, I can find that somewhere. Perfect. Make it happen. I'm I think you. we should do Superman and Darkseid. That's just you know because I guess like that. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, are you local? Are you someone local? Yes, I am. So you don't go around to all the conventions all the time? I, I had gone to Comic-Con in New York City this year, and I was just like, I'm Girl. I've gone for the past five years, and I do different variations of Supergirl, because Power Girl is just Supergirl for me, too. Yeah. Oh, Joe, so, yeah, 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 that's my fault. Well, We're that's, down that's, that's my favorite yeah, 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 yeah
Nice, I wasn't sure if you were like a professional cosplayer. No, because it's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> I use every excuse I possibly can to go somewhere dressed in costume. So one of my friends has a table here. And he's like, you should just call him dressed in costume. Why, why do you need an excuse? No, because make it Halloween every year. You know, I should. I mean, people will give you strange things. Not for very long Right. And in this, in this atmosphere, you're like a rock star here. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, you walk in, everybody stopped. And not just because Power Girl it's has a skimpy costume, but because <laughs> it's Power Girl. So, right. you know, it was just like, whoa. And even even JG, her hairstyle stopped. And I was like, whoa. You know, that's, 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 pretty, that's a pretty good name. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> I just dress like a character. <laughs> <laughs> who, who is your friend that has the table? Uh, Tom Clark. Token Tom. Token Tom. Yeah. yeah. He said hi to me, but he referred to me as Geekbug. <laughs> hi, Geekbug. Yeah, we no longer have names. We are like the Borg. Okay, You've been so assimilated. Geekbug? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, is that, you made that yourself? Yes. That's awesome. It's a really awesome. good job. Cool Very cool. Awesome. <laughs> Look at that. That is attention to detail. It is. Man, you know, I just threw on a 10th Doctor jacket and a hat that I got in the Caribbean. And that's my costume. You know, I, I feel outclassed. Yes, without a doubt. Well, the boat was in the Caribbean. Really? We're going to argue semantics right now? Seriously. <laughs> well, this is, you know, a Comic-Con. That's something that does get argued. Good point. Yes. And the whole who would win. So are you just kind of hanging around today? You're looking at picking out some merchandise? or? Yeah, I forgot my list of comics in, of course. Blasphemy. <laughs> of course, I did the same thing. But, <laughs> um, so, but off the top of your head, what, what's on the hunt list that you can remember? Oh, I know I'm missing a few Bishop and Gambit comics. Was it? I, I did not see that coming. I didn't either. <laughs> I expected a Supergirl issue, but that probably means she's probably already completed the run. Actually, ironically, even though Superman and Supergirl are like my favorite characters, I don't have very many of their comics. So I actually have all of Gambit's comics, <laughs> except for the few Fisherman games that I have which is just the last two. But I actually did a cosplay where I did a crossover of Supergirl's costume, but I wasted all the Gambit's costume, so I even had the trench coat which I was in. So, oh my god, I'd like that to see awesome. that. I have a picture somewhere. That's really cool. That is really cool. I would love to see Because my attempt at cosplay is a really, really awful Green Lantern costume that will not come out of my closet at home. <laughs> that is not going to happen. Um, so you've got to be excited about uh, Monday night, right? If you're a big Supergirl fan. Your eyes are bugging out like you have no idea what I'm talking about. Supergirl TV show? Oh. Channel 5? Yeah, well, no, it hasn't started yet. You're not going to watch it? Are you boycotting it? Are we going to get something juicy here? I'm not going to boycott it, no. I'm just... I'm boycott Supergirl's TV show. She is not from her to I not condone this. But... 
No, um, I am a, I am a superhero fan, but sometimes, like in those shows, they like alter the story so much that it's kind of just like, can't. Yeah, well, we're always watching this. Why? Why did you do that? I won't knock the show. We're, we're actually It's okay, you can. I don't think they're listening. You know what's funny is I have that on our list today, too. Is I'm kind of not enamored with what I've seen so far. Um, and visually, I mean, it all looks good. Costume design, all I'm okay with the little changes there. But, man, I just don't really like the direction it's going. It's weird. It seems very 90210-ish. Yeah. So... I, I told the wife that she has two episodes. If it's not catching on, then I'm, I'm done with it. Oh, she wants she wants you to watch She's it? interested. Well, Since when does that happen in your household? Because it's the girl from Glee playing her. Oh. So that's why she's, yeah. I don't know. That one with the long hair. I hope not. But there was singing on the flash. So. Oh, wait a minute. That's right. I'm knocking the fact that they're having a Glee actor as a superhero, and my favorite show is The Flash. Oh, yeah. Might want to rethink that one, too. That's what I do. Open mouth, insert foot. All right. But yeah, so we're we're probably uh, it's very nice to have you sit down. We're actually we're cutting everything into uh, one episode chunks. You know, a lot of material here. If you want to come back later, if you want to talk about comics, yeah, to our interview with uh, Mr. Harrisler kind of ran long, so we need to stop is this. Yeah, it is. I would appreciate it. Oh, sure, you're gonna go bring this water and leave us here with the cosplayer. No, I said when we're done. But yeah, if you want to come back on over, I'll wait on the please, feel free. Well, it was a right. pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. And your costume is fantastic. And you want to hear yourself? Check it out. Right. <laughs> and I think that's going to just about wrap up this episode of Geek Pod. But don't worry, we're going to be right back with part three from Syracuse Power. That is correct. And on that note, as always, Megabyte Me Bitches. This has been a Geek Pod Network production. If you're enjoying us, leave us a five-star review on iTunes and follow us everywhere. On Twitter, at GeekPod, G33KPOD. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash geekpod. Want to get in touch with us? Email us at contribute at geekpod.com.